0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Bonarx, here with my co-host, Carrie Egler. And in today's episode, we are bringing back a fan favorite, our seven-figure brand breakdown. So in this episode, we are gonna be featuring a super trendy, faith-based brand called Elevated Faith. This brand started from a bedroom in the founder's parents' basement and has now grown to over one million customers and over 64,000 reviews. So clearly they're doing something right and we want you to take clues from their, uh, their success that you can apply to your brand. But first, real quick, As always, we would love to have you subscribe to our podcast, or if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channels. It helps us reach more people and spread the word about print-on-demand, and we really also never want you to miss an episode. So it's a win-win all around. Thank you so much for being here, and let's jump in. What's up, everybody? Adrian here with Carrie, and I'm super excited because today we are bringing back something that was very popular that we did a couple of in 2023. We're bringing it back for 2024, and that is a seven-figure brand breakdown. So in this episode, we're going to be breaking down the super cool, super trendy, faith-based apparel brand, and their name is Elevated Faith. These guys... Blow my mind. They have over a million customers. They have over 64,000 reviews and they are doing a lot of things right. So, in this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to break them down. We're going to do the usual. We break it down into four parts. So, we're going to break it down by niche slash brand, then designs, then website, then marketing. Because remember, success leaves clues. So, what we want is for you to be able to take clues from their success that you can go and to your brand. But before we do that, Carrie, man, what's going on?
1: What's up, dude? Good to talk to you, man. Been, I'm good. A, been a couple of weeks we did some solo episodes, which I I yeah. enjoy doing from time to time. So I was that was fun. Uh Yeah, man. It's uh, I'm I'm good. How are you? How's everything going?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm a little bit tired today. Hopefully it doesn't show. Um, But I'm also really excited because we just closed enrollment for T-Shirt Legends Academy, our beginner coaching program. And today we are welcoming in a new cohort of members. We're welcoming to TLA family. So I'm super excited for that. Um, But I swear, man, all weekend, I was just a slug. I was just a slug because we did two live masterclasses, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty exhausting. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, a lot more
1: goes into it than, than people know, for sure. What's that? I said there's a lot more that goes into it than people know. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah. I also wanted to mention. Uh, I also wanted to mention. I'm headed to headed to to Norway this this uh, this weekend. Uh, so when this when you're listening to this episode, I'm probably on a plane uh, or or <laughs> one of the many planes to get to get to the other side of the world. Uh, but headed to Norway for the Gelato Accelerator Summit. wanted to mention that. I'm speaking on some AI stuff, which is really cool. been working on the presentation, and uh, I think it's going to be really fun. So speaking to a group of really high-level uh, print-on-demand sellers and uh, hanging out mm-hmm. with Gelato. Going to be at their their like uh, primary offices there, uh, doing like doing some content, meeting some people. So it's pretty cool, man. I'm going to be there for like a full seven days. So I'm going to get the full... you know, Norwegian experience over there. (laughs) So that's going to be, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, man. So that's, that's that's coming up. That's, that's super
0: cool, man. I can't wait to hear about it. Uh, I, I presented at the accelerator summit last year and Mm -hmm. it was so much fun. And the groups that you're presenting to are like big hitters. These are like seven figure brands. Um, and it was just really cool meeting the owners face to face and being able to just network with them and yeah. see what they're doing, see what they're not doing. And, um, it was just a cool opportunity to hang out in Norway. Are you going to Sweden too?
1: I think so. I think so.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, we, I think, we, I think we we're going inter- to try to jam a lot in there into that time because yeah. the conference deal, the summit, you know, is only like two days. So. Yes, I've got like a lot of time, so uh, I'm I'm excited. The crazy part, though, is that I get back into Tulsa, Oklahoma at four thirty p.m. Uh, on the on the on the on the eighth, and I have a daddy daughter dance at six p.m. So <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need these planes to be on time <laughs> because oh. my daughter will not be happy, nor will I if I have to miss that uh, daddy-daughter dance. So I, I really need those, those planes to be on time. I try to get the earliest flight I possibly could, and uh, yeah. of course it falls on the day of the daddy-daughter dance. So that's a little <sighs> nerve-wracking, but uh, I'm believing we're going to make it. We're going to make it back in time. Yeah. We're going to get that baby girl to the dance. <laughs> I need to like, I need to pack awesome, my suits so on the way back. I can like be on the plane, suited up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool, man. Well, I
0: hope, I hope for you and your daughter's sake that that flight is on time real quick. I remember last year when I was flying back, there were like NATO, uh, Whoa. military drills going on in the air while Whoa. I was at the German airport and our flight was delayed because of these NATO drills. And so I was just like hanging Whoa. out in Germany, being like when's my when are these drills going to be over so we can leave but it was uh it, it was interesting it's but, not going to uh, happen this time
1: it's not going to no, happen no no no. D- never of because course not no no i have to get back for the daddy daughter dance they got to understand well,
0: to be fair it was in the summertime and now it's kind of like wintry time yeah. so hopefully they won't be doing those kind of drills it makes more sense for them to be doing in the summer better weather so um yeah. But that's cool, man. I'm really excited for you. I cannot wait to hear about it. You'll have to report back to all of our listeners when you get back and let them know kind of what it was like, who you met, because there's a lot of really cool people mm-hmm. there last year, and I expect it'll be exactly like another group of really cool people this yeah, year. Yeah, it's going to be great. So cool, man. Well, just before we jump in here, we got a shout out and show some love for one of our five-story reviews. And this comes from Franz Mac and Franz Mac says, I, I've i been researching POD tips for over a year now and it makes me so happy to find someone using Shopify and not just Etsy. Great advice that can be used in multiple aspects of selling. Great podcast. Love, awesome.
1: it. Thank, Love it. Love it. Thank Franz you Mac. so
0: much, friends.
1: We appreciate yeah. you.
0: Thank you so much. We yeah, yeah. we really do appreciate these reviews. We we love shouting you guys out. So keep them coming. We'll keep shouting you out. All right. With that, let's jump into the main event. Let's so go. we're gonna be breaking down this amazing brand. Like this brand is so cool, and they're just doing so many things right. So we're gonna break this down into four parts: brand designs, website, and marketing, and. Why don't we just jump in to brand? I I, I kind of do niche slash brand uh, because I want to tell you about the brand, t- tell you about what niche they are in, their mission, their purpose, and a little bit about their story because so many of these brands have really cool stories and it almost always seems like they come from humble beginnings. But before I jump in, Kerry, was there anything you wanted to say before we just dive right in?
1: No. No, let's, let's jump on it. This is our, is this our third brand, seven figure brand breakdown? Yep. Third one. Yep. Yep.
0: This is our third one. If you've, got, one. A, if you've so, got a seven
1: figure brand you want us to break down, send it to us. Let's go. <laughs> We'd love, we love to break it down.
0: <laughs> and if anyone who owns one of these seven figure brands wants to be a guest on the podcast, yes. man, it would be our honor to host you and for you to share directly some of your advice for our listeners. So. You know, probably they're probably not listening, but if they are, hey, we got you. Uh, All right. So this brand is called Elevated Faith. The niche is trendy Christian inspired apparel, and their mission is to share purpose, hope and love to a lost world. Doesn't that sound like poetic, Carrie? Pretty awesome. It's a powerful, it's like one-liner, like powerful one-liner that just sounds so, I don't know, there's something special about it. There's like magic in that sentence. Uh, I don't know how long it took them to craft that. It probably evolved over time over the years, Mm -hmm. but I was really impressed when I heard that. And their purpose is really cool. Their purpose, they say on their website, Elevated Faith creates conversation starters jewelry and apparel that open doors for wearers to tell friends and strangers about their faith. So it's all about creating conversations around their faith to share with others, which is really cool. They also give a portion of every sale to faith-based charities and organizations around the world to practically improve people's lives and share love and hope to a world that desperately needs it. And this is actually pretty impressive, Carrie. To date, they've currently donated over $225,000. Let's go. Pretty impressive, awesome. right? Yeah,
1: that's, that's great. Like, I was going to say everybody everybody should go check it out too, elevatedfaith.com. Click on a uh, brand yeah. and then and then it has your our story because they have a, they have just a really nice page and then they I really like the timeline like they created that time, that mm-hmm. scrollable timeline graphic which is really cool so it's it's a very very nice nicely put together and well written uh about us page great example of what an about us page should be for sure
0: yeah this is this is like a poster child about page and what's interesting is that timeline Pure Vita also has a timeline on their website, one really similar, and Parks Project, one of the brands that we featured in a seven-figure brand breakdown in the past, also has a timeline. So there's something about these timelines that, I don't know, it's like cool right now for a brand to put a timeline. And I the thing I really like about the timeline is when you go back to the beginning, the story is almost always the same they come from really humble beginnings. And a lot of times the brand was started in their parents' basement. Actually, another brand that has a timeline, I'm pretty sure, is Whole Strength, mm-hmm. um, which two brothers started the brand out of their parents' basement in, I believe it was 2021. And now they're an eight-figure brand with a huge warehouse. So it's it's really cool to see the humble beginnings because there's a really good quote that I love. Uh, you might've heard this before, Carrie, but it goes something like never compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10.
1: Have you heard that quote before? Well, I just always think of the, the the Jeff Bezos picture. That's always the one that just comes to my mind of him in the, like, the first Amazon offices and it's spray painted on the wall and he's got like, <laughs> he just got like stuff everywhere. And you're like, compare your chapter one to that because right. you're looking at Amazon, one of the biggest companies in the world and it's just like this dude, in this just junky room with spray painted on the wall with just a computer and a bunch of books and junk yeah. and and it's like uh yeah my office looks better than bezos office so i think i'm going somewhere. right
0: <laughs> yeah dude it's so true man and so many people's first office was like nothing like usually home based and a lot of times isn't like their parents place or like their basement or their kitchen Or something like that. And I like reading these stories because they're relatable. People need to realize that these brands didn't go from zero to seven or eight figures overnight. It took time. And a lot of them started exactly where you are right now. Every brand started from zero. And a lot of them started with very humble beginnings where you are. And they grew over time. And I think one of the big differences is that they took action and they stayed consistent throughout the years. Because no one ever has a perfectly smooth journey it's never linear it's always full of peaks and valleys and you have to like keep that in mind that there's going to be struggle anything worth fighting for i feel like there's str- struggle involved there it it doesn't come easy right if it was easy everyone be, would be successful everyone would be an entrepreneur everyone would be a millionaire it's just not how it is it's just not how it is so um Another One other quote that comes to mind, because you know I'm a big quote guy, real quick, is the quote that goes, comparison is a thief of joy. And I think that this quote really kind of lines up with that, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. Um, I truly believe that. Comparison is a thief of joy. So when you look at these brands, take it as inspiration for something for you to aspire, aspire to, but remember that they were in the same position as you at one point in time. They just stuck with it. They had a long-term goal, and they never gave up. So their story is really cool. I'm going to kind of paraphrase it. You can go check the whole thing out on their website, but the founder, Josh started this brand out of a room in his parents' home in 2015. How many times have you heard that? So he started a room out of his parents. He started the brand out of a room in his parents' home in 2015. His first hire was his sister. How many times have you heard that? His sister, Rachel. And then, right, this is so, it's like, you hear this so much. Um, And a few years later, they bought a house and ran the entire business from the basement. But they continued to grow. And by 2018, they had outgrown their basement and signed a lease for their first warehouse. Then come 2022, they upgraded to a 15,000 square foot warehouse in Wisconsin and brought on a much larger fulfillment team. And then most recently in 2024, they, so this year, They are moving into a 42,000-square-foot warehouse with offices. Wow. What an upgrade, right? Like, going from a room in your parents' house to upgrading to a 42,000-square-foot warehouse with offices. That's wild, dude. It's wild. It's insane, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. It's really, really impressive. Um, All right, so let's kind of like break down the niche. Let's let's summarize the niche here. Uh, so first of all, they're faith-based. So it's a Christian-inspired apparel brand. Uh, this is a very passionate niche. We all know that there's a lot of very passionate Christians out there. And passion plus products equals profits, as we like to say yeah. here on the podcast. Um, they're very mission-based. Like, I read you their mission. I read you their purpose. This brand stands for something. Like, they... Take a stance. And I just love, you know, mission based brands are very powerful. And I feel like people can really identify with mission based brands like this. Uh, What I really like about this company, too, go on their website, go on their Instagram. And what you're going to notice is that they really differentiate themselves from a lot of other Christian brands by the products and designs being very on trend. So if you go on there, this yep. is, I would say, a brand targeting Gen Z slash millennials. And you can tell really quick when you go on their Instagram, it's mainly younger females. I would say females in the like 20s, 30s, maybe 40s. And they all look really trendy. A lot of them look like influencers uh, and they just do a really good job of kind of fusing the two, like creating a cool brand that someone wants to wear, that someone actually feels really good and confident and on trend in, but also expressing your faith. So you're, it's kind of like they're layering down. They're not just Mm -hmm. creating a faith-based brand. They're creating a faith-based brand that's really cool and like on trend. And you can see their designs are really trendy. We're going to break down the designs in a sec, but Kerry, did you have anything you want to add to that?
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to say it yet because I want I want everybody to listen. To, I want them to listen. I want everybody to listen to number four, the marketing section, because there's something that I don't think you you don't have in the marketing section here in the notes that I want to bring to the attention. Uh, that I, is is the reason why they're able to have all these 20s and 30s uh, females that look like influencers. So I'm going to break that down <laughs> for you. It's a very big marketing key we don't talk about it a lot in this podcast. Uh, so I'm excited about that. But yeah, I mean they're focused on they're focused on females, younger females. But one thing you said is uh, is the the trendy design. So that's if you go to their website. One other thing I want to point out: uh, not only are the designs super trendy, like they're on trend, they're very current. They're all. It's mm-hmm. also the products that they're choosing. So while you were uh, while you were talking there, Adrian, I did, did doing a little more research here. I don't know if you noticed on their website uh, one of their one of their new products it's a new product and it's a bestseller not surprisingly is the stanley style mugs are these like you know we're about drink- to
0: talk about that
1: yeah is it in there um yeah but <laughs> i wanted to just bring that up because it's uh, a super trendy product right and they're putting the, it's not a, it doesn't look like a stand it's not a stanley mug it's it's a some kind of off-brand you know l- it looks exactly like a stanley mug um but uh but they're, they're putting their style of trendy designs on a trendy product and I was trying to find, I don't know if you have, maybe we can talk about this in a minute, but I don't know if you have, if you found a print on demand that actually sells these style of mugs, but I haven't been able to locate it yet. But if it, like, if you could, if you could jump on this, these Stanley Tumblr type mm-hmm. things and put your designs on them, find these with the print on demand, the print on demand that gets these, the quickest is <laughs> it's going to be rolling in the dough, these, you, man, these, these could be super easy to sell, especially at the price they're selling. them was very, very affordable, cheaper than a Stanley.
0: Anyways, I can't uh, believe how popular those are right now, man. I was yeah. at the gym yeah. earlier today and there were two women with Stanley mugs and they were just walking around They're They're freaking huge. Uh, they're just very, I was like looking at them. Uh, not the women, the, the mugs, I was looking at the mugs. <laughs> you were looking at the huge women.
1: Like, Let me quote you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> there were two women walking around. They were huge. <laughs> no, I'm just no. Kidding. The women, You're talking, about the the women brought, You're talking about the Stanley. I'm talking about the
0: Stanley. <laughs> I'm talking about the Stanley. I'm not talking about the women. Were, uh, and, yeah, they were. And yeah, the women fit maybe and attractive.
1: attractive. Good. <laughs> no. The mugs were. big. I'm a
0: happily married man. I was <laughs> no. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you got me blushing, man. Uh, no, but the mugs really were right the beside them. What's that? No, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. the The mugs were right beside them as they, were, as they were working out and they probably thought I was looking at them, but I was absolutely looking at the Stanley mugs because mm. I hadn't seen a Stanley mug in person. I've seen them all over the internet because they're super viral right now. And I was just looking at it. I'm like, okay, this one's like lime green. That one's like a light pink, just really like... Cool, trendy, on on trend, neutral colors. Very cool, but like not that big of a differentiator. It has a built in straw. It has a handle. It's huge, and I was like, I don't know what makes this so special. And then I just nothing nothing makes them
1: special. Like that makes it. It's the marketing influencers using it. Your favorite influencer using it and promoting it. Like that's that's what it. It's a good cup. Like it's a great quality cup but it's not that yeah. like, much better than anything else. I'm sure the one that elevated faith here, like the ones that elevated faith are selling, they look identical. Like there is yeah. no, at least looking at it, there is no distinguishable difference. It's got the exact same lid, uh, it, mm-hmm. but somehow they're printed on and the price is cheaper. I was trying to compare the price uh, real quick, but uh, I can, I can pull that up in a minute, but um, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's just, it's yeah, just, like, elevated it's, just faith a, is- it's just a, uh, it's just like, a, um, you're making a statement with it. It's it's a it's a fashion statement or whatever. Like it's you know it's it's that kind yeah. of thing. People, you look whatever a little more high class with the Stanley. If you got the Stanley logo on it. <laughs> but the the forty <laughs> yeah, the forty ounce forty ounce Stanley is uh, is forty five dollars, and the thirty ounce okay. Stanley is thirty five dollars, and so before discount code they're selling the forty ounce at thirty five. Which is ten dollars cheaper than a Stanley and it's printed with elevated faith stuff on it. Then the 30 mm. ounce they're selling for 32.99, which is just uh just like three dollars less than the Stanley version.
0: Yeah, just interesting who would have thought who would have thought in 2024 that a Tumblr would be a statement piece? like uh, like a fashion icon statement piece. It's hilarious. Hey it's we so funny. My daughter is
1: five and has one. My wife does has she really? Like, yeah, she does. My <laughs> wife has like five or six of them. I have one. I have like the big black one. I you know I don't have. I got my faithful Yeti today. Nice. All right, that's, keep it. Going. That's so it going. funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mark. The yeah, Stanley's killing it in the marketing and all these viral videos of people fighting for Stanley mugs at Target. That's also helping, kind of mm-hmm. create that like urgency and scarcity for people to go get theirs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, But really, yes, they did an amazing job on their marketing. Kudos to their marketing team. Dang, like they killed it. But uh, next, let's talk about designs. And I actually want to put two things together. I want to put designs and products together. I actually wanted to talk about this because yeah, it's crazy. If you go on their website, you see that they have these their mugs have a handle, they have a straw, they look the same, they are around the same size, um, but they're their own branding. So essentially they're taking like a very, very trendy product. This kind of goes in line with them being an on-trend brand. Like this brand is very trendy. They fuse trendiness and like, Tre- trendy fashion with Christian yep. apparel. Very cool. I love that they're doing that because that's a differentiator. Like we know there's a lot of Christian brands out there, but these guys are taking putting two things together. And then they're pretty clear on their uh ideal customer, too. Just go on their yep. social media and you'll see that it's women mainly in probably their 20s and 30s. But let's talk about their designs first. Because what you'll notice about a lot of their designs is they're super simple. Incredibly they're really simple. simple. Very simple. Many of them are purely text based. Like I'm looking at one of their best sellers here right now that said God is always with me. And mm-hmm. that's it. There's no it's on the back of like a denim jacket or something, but there's there's no like logo. Like I don't I don't really see much else. So this is what a lot of their stuff is, but what you notice when you look at their designs is they're actually using a lot of trendy fonts in their designs. And you can go on there and you can see the big bubbly fonts which we all know are super trendy right now. Well, I hope we all know are super trendy right now. They're using other super on-trend fonts and they look awesome. Like their yep. designs look super cool, but Half of these designs could be created in Canva in five minutes, like, Mm -hmm. or in Kittle, like these are not crazy designs, you know? Uh, So I wanted to kind of mention that because one thing that we always say is that simple cells, you don't need complex designs. And actually in a lot of cases, complex designs are gonna work against you. So I would rather have people create a hundred simple designs versus like 25, um, complex designs in the same amount of time, or maybe they can even only do 10 complex designs in that amount of time, because they're actually going to have a high, in my opinion, they're going to have a higher likelihood of success with those simple designs, even 10 simple designs versus 10 complex designs. I would still give my money would be on those 10 simple designs. What do you think, Carrie?
1: Yeah. No, for sure. I, I I would always go with the simple design, but I I just wanted to comment on the, the, the trendiness here. They, mm-hmm. I I feel like this brand is like taking the trendiness to the next level, right? Because like yeah. they're just going all out. Everything they're doing is based off of trends. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you'd call it a hack, I guess you call it a hack, but it's like, if you're trying to get attention you're trying to build a brand and you want it to be current and trendy, like look at, these kind of brands, you might look at elevated faith and you might see like, okay, this is, these are the kinds of designs that are trending right now. And even mm-hmm. if you're in a different niche, maybe you're doing something similar. You're using some of these design trends, but it's just like, let's think about this. Who's their ideal customer. They're showing their ideal customer. Then they're thinking mm-hmm. about, okay, what kind of brands and and what kind of designs are my ideal customer already wearing? So then they're using the, the, uh, color palettes they're using yep. the font styles they're using yeah. the um they're using the actual trendy product styles so what kind of mm-hmm. clothing styles are you know these these females wearing it's you know what they're going for is this very relaxed uh you know oversized fit fitting things um you know yeah. uh, sweatpants with you know oversized shirts oversized uh, uh, hoodies and different things like that. I mean, it's very, it's very much like the, kind of the Kim Kardashian, the Yeezy kind of style uh, with with yep. the types of products that they're that they're going for, uh, as well as the yeah. color palettes. The, the color palettes are also in that kind of Yeezy uh, vibes, you know, they've got a lot of the, like sand colors and earth tones and that kind of thing. Um, but then on top of that, you know, mm-hmm. they're, then they're going, then they're thinking like, okay, well, what other types of products are also trending that's where they come up with okay stanley's our our ideal customer is they're all carrying stanley's so let's go let's go figure out if we can get a stanley style cup and you know put our flavor on it uh, and so it's like they're just taking that trendiness to that next level right from the fonts to the color palettes to the the the, the actual uh, clothing styles to other products that they're releasing to the people they're showing like it's it's just a huge like everything is is a trend right Yep. Yeah, man. A hundred percent. A
0: hundred percent. It's like, if you want to be trendy and show your faith, this is your brand. Like Mm -hmm. if you want to look good, feel good, feel confident, this is your brand. Oversized sweatsuits, which are really popular right now, neutral colors, which are really really popular right now, trendy fonts. I'm looking at a design right now that has butterflies on it. Also really trendy right now. I'm looking at uh, the same design also has kind of the uh, checkerboard, which is really trendy right now, kind of that retro checkerboard. Uh, everything you said, everything you said. And here's one thing that's crazy. Like if you go look at their Stanley mugs, I'm going to call them Stanley mugs. They're not, or Stanley tumblers. They yeah. they don't call them Stanley tumblers, obviously. They can't, yeah. But if you go, if you go there, they have um, quite a few different options and over half of the options are sold out. Over half of the wow. options are gone. That's, I mean, yeah, they jumped on a viral trend. They they overlaid their niche onto it and now took this super cool, trendy mug, and then like layered cool, trendy Christianity designs on it, and boom, you have a very popular product. It's one of their best sellers, and a whole bunch of them already sold out. So yeah, these guys are they're like—they're on it. They know their stuff. Another thing I like about them is that they jump on special occasions. This is something that we always recommend people do: like, go where the attention is. Right now, the attention is on Valentine's Day. When you actually, when you—we'll be closer to Valentine's Day when you when this recording goes out. But at the time we're recording this, uh, it's January thirtieth and Valentine's Day is coming up that's on everyone's mind and they actually have a Valentine's collection so they just put like created products in like a light pink and Valentine's e colors and mm. created a Valentine's Day collection brilliant brilliant next they're probably going to create a Mother's Day collection i don't know Absolutely. for sure but i mean that's going to be where a lot of the attention is after Valentine's Day you got St. Patrick's Day some people jump on that some people don't Uh, And then really you've got like Easter and then Mother's Day. So they'll probably have collections for those, but that's a good thing. Like follow the attention. What are people remind people that this is coming up and that most people, a lot of people want to participate. They want to, they want to have some sort of, you know, item to show their acknowledgement of this holiday. So Around Valentine's Day right now and leading up to Valentine's Day, we see a lot of people wearing pink, red, white, like all these Valentine's e colors, right? That's where the attention is, and they jump on it. They're they're just doing so many things right. Uh, is there anything else that you want to share in terms of designs or products before we jump onto their website?
1: Yeah, just one other tip I want to share is one of the questions yeah. we get. One of the questions we get a lot is like. Where do you do design research? And I just wanna, I just wanna like simplify this. Just let's just make this as simple as possible. If you're out there and you're like, this is all cool that they're on all these trends, but how do I find these trends? How do I figure out these trends? Just wanna like make it as simple as possible. Where does your customer already shop? Go search those brands. Like, Mm. I can't stress that enough. Now, I wouldn't necessarily go to those brands and look at their. Their slogans and different things they're putting on there, but I would be looking at the styles. So, what do I mean? If your if your ideal customer is the these these you know females that are pretty young and and trendy and that kind of thing, where are they already shopping? Right, like go find the right. brands that they're already shopping. And I'm talking about like the big brands, like right. Like you can go to an H and M and look at their graphic tees. Like it's really it, when you just look at it like that, it's like everybody is buying clothes already like the, mm-hmm. the statistics show it the average American buys almost one new clothing item per week it's 51 per year uh, so it's like they're buying clothing right so go figure out what brands are they already shopping what they what brands are they already you know buying things from look at those design trends because those big brands are gonna be on top of the the design trends so you're gonna be able to see what they're doing and I mean the font styles the color palettes the the fit of the of the the products and those kind of things like that's just the easiest way for me. I know there. I know there's tons of other ways mm-hmm. that people like to do it, and we talk about Etsy and all, that, all those kind of things, but go to the heart of the customer. Where are they already shopping? What, what things are attracting them? The perfect example is the Stanley mug because they looked at it and they said, okay, our, our customers are buying a product that we don't sell. They're, I see our, our people are talking about these tumblers how do we start selling these tumblers right and they went Mm -hmm. and figured out a way to sell something similar um and and it's they literally probably just they probably went over to the stanley website they probably looked at what were the best-selling color combos they probably started pulling the color combos trying to match that what are the best-selling sizes right if you go to the stanley website there's four billion different types of drink mugs that you can go but they went and they're like okay what is actually the best-selling one okay it's this this style, right? It's the it's the quencher. What sizes are selling better? Which ones are on social media that people are talking about? What are the colors that are? You can literally just go to the Stanley website, look at what colors are sold out. Yeah. Just see, like, oh, these colors are sold out. Okay, I need to go do similar color palettes, right? So, you know, I just want to simplify it for people. Like, that's that's how I've always done it, right? I will go out to Paxton. I'll go out to. PacSun, I'll go out to Forever 21 or wherever they're shopping. I don't even know that those are like trendy brands anymore, but I'm just saying like, those are a lot of brands I would look at, right? I knew where my customer was shopping. So I look at these brands, see what designs are selling or are mm-hmm. newly listed or are the kind of those new arrivals takes inspiration from those selling, those designs that are already selling.
0: Yeah. Success leaves clues. Mm-hmm. Success leaves yeah. clues. Like it, it didn't take a rocket scientist for this brand to go and see that Stanley... Uh, tumblers were super viral, like a viral sensation and then quickly get someone to create them and put their own branding and designs on it. And then what a shocker, they're sold out of over half of them. Like the the, the writing was on the wall. It was a pre-validated product. And this is something that we teach too, like look for validation on uh, products and designs to give you proof that it's actually making a lot of sales right now, and then take that as inspiration and create something similar for yourself. And this yep. is like the, the perfect, the most perfect example of that. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm big when it comes to research. I'm huge on on doing online research on like your competitors, on your competitors' websites, on their social media, on Etsy. But yeah, like also going out to shopping centers, like you say, Carrie, you're gonna see that a lot of the graphics are going to be valentine's inspired right now Mm -hmm. and then after that you're going to see saint patrick's day inspired and then after that you're going to see easter inspired like you see it out there too Mm -hmm. um i i I love to do mine all from my computer like this you know I don't know what like a little laptop warrior, like doing my research on my computer. I don't actually go out that much and I don't go out shopping that much. So I don't actually see these things in the
1: brick and mortars. Well, I mean I'm mainly I talking so- about the websites. I'm mainly talking about the websites, yeah. not even the, the stores. Oh the like website. Okay, okay. Website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I should have been more yeah. specific, but yeah, that I'm I'm not going to the stores necessarily. I'm searching their websites, right? Those things are are the yeah. things that are selling in stores. Yep. Cool.
0: All right. Well, let's, let's jump onto the third, uh, kind of pillar and that's going to be website. So let's talk about their website. First of all, it's beautiful, right? Carrie, like it's a gorgeous website they've done. Like aesthetically, it looks beautiful. Their, their colors are really nice. They're big on the neutrals, which are really trendy right now. Uh, they have a super cool story, which we already shared some of that with you. Um, but that is I mean, anyone who reads that story is going to be like, man, this brand is so cool. Uh, They have high-quality product, right? They have Mm -hmm. high-quality product and lifestyle imagery all throughout their website. The people wearing the products actually look like their ideal customer. So this is something that we always say, like, allow your, your ideal customer to imagine themselves wearing that product. And what's the best way to imagine themselves wearing that product? Having someone that looks like them wearing the product, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is very important. You want your the models or the mock-ups, whatever you're using, have them look like your ideal customer, really, really big. Um, one thing that I love about their website is it is just conversion optimized to the They've done so many good things to significantly increase the chances of them converting people. So like I said, they have lots of uh, lifestyle and user-generated content, which makes people be like, oh, look, these are people wearing the clothes. This is what the clothes actually look like. They have a ton of social proof. They have over 64,000 customer reviews. Uh, They have lots of user-generated content, which I mentioned Uh, they mention on their website that they have over a million customers. I mean, it's pretty easy to trust a brand that has over a million
1: customers. What's that? No, I'm just saying 60,000 reviews. I mean, it's wild.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And one thing I really like about this brand too is they do everything to align themselves as a premium brand, including premium prices, which I think is fantastic. I am really big on raising your perceived value, increase your perceived value, and as a result, increasing your price. Because your margins matter. Your margins matter. With more margin comes more profit, and with more profit comes more freedom, and you can do a lot of things with that profit. It means more money that you can invest in Maybe on your team, more money you can invest in marketing, more money you can invest in ads. There's so many things you can do by having that. And if you're racing to the bottom and, and trying to compete with these people selling their t-shirts for like 15, 18, 20 bucks, like you're, you're in a losing battle. And it's something that I am personally very opposed to. I don't think that's how you create a profitable, sustainable, freedom-based business. I think you need to create a brand. And I love brands like this who really focus on creating a premium experience. Like they do a really good job. Like it's funny, their name is Elevated Faith. It's almost ironic because they're like an elevated brand. They're like cool, they're trendy, they're premium. And their pricing reflects that. So their t shirts are around $30 to $35. They vary, but it's about $30, to $35 price point, which I personally think is really reasonable. I don't even think do that's too. that premium, but I think that's a good price. Um, I think they're going to get a lot. I mean, clearly they get a lot of customers at that price. Their hoodies and sweatshirts are around $60. Again, totally reasonable price. And then just the, the high perceived value. Like I talk about it all the time. We talk about it all the time. If you want to see an example of a brand that is nailed high perceived value, go check out elevatedfaith.com. Carrie, I want to know your thoughts on their website.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it's not like, there's not that much to say that we haven't already said. Like, it's just, it's a, it's an awesome website. I I love that. You know, I read at the top, they've got the 60,000 plus five-star reviews. I mean, right there, you can click on it. Mm -hmm. I love that they have, you know, you can click on that. It takes you to the best sellers. If you go to their product pages, they're really beautiful product pages. Um, they've got, uh, they've got a lot of lifestyle photos, which are, like, like the one I'm looking at is like a denim jacket and it's got like the same, this pretty much the same model across the most, most of them are the same model or very similar uh, across mm-hmm. the lifestyle photos. They've got, um, they've got an amazing, you know, product description, but not too long. Uh, it, it talks about the design and what it means and then it gives the information that you need. They've got, uh, they've got a really nice upsell strategy. They've got like a bundle strategy, which is really nice. Um, where you can get some discounts and everything, but overall, I mean, they're showing their ideal customer. They're showcasing reviews like crazy, right? If I if you scroll down yeah. on any of their product pages, there's just a million reviews. Um, so again, showing their ideal customer, tons of reviews, well well thought out, beautiful photos. I mean, like color scheme is great. Like it's just just a really nice website. I mean, there's not not. Again it's not much to say that hasn't been been said. Uh, I, I really love like on their front page they've got the our mission section and it's a very simple start faith conversations, donate to charities, share hope with the world. Like that pretty much sums it up right there. You don't even you know you don't need to go over to any other page. It's right there on the front page, very, very simple and easy to understand. So I mean I, I love everything they've got going on. Um, they're showcasing their Instagram as well on their website because they have a beautiful Instagram. Mm-hmm. Their Instagram mm-hmm. really flows with their website and their branding because they're using a lot of the same imagery, the same people. It's just a great, great website. Not much to say. I have not looked at it on mobile. I did yeah. notice that their pop-up, uh, which I don't think I can bring it up on my uh, on my desktop again, but it was a it was a spin the wheel type pop-up, right? Yep. So um, yep. I can pull it up on my phone and look at it one more time. But um, that's something to note. I always always note when big brands large brands are using that like when they're using a certain type of pop-up you know that kind of gives you a clue like i'm sure they have a huge email list and so yeah here's their pop-up it says spin to win win up to 15% off your off your order you can spin it there it's got some lifestyle photos at the bottom it, of it and i'm sure that's working really really well for them to collect email addresses so we've i think we've talked a little bit about the spin the wheel type email collection but i know it's really effective mm-hmm. And I would definitely encourage people to give that a shot for sure. Gamification, man, they make it fun. They make it
0: fun. Like you want to give your email because you get to spin a wheel. That's gamification. And we've been using spin the wheel apps for, I think, since like 2017, 2018. And nothing has ever come close to it in terms of conversion rate. But what I mean by conversion rate is the amount of emails that we collected from the pop-up. Mm -hmm. We, we've done, you know, we, we have done the, uh, like the standard pop-up on our website and it doesn't even come close to the spin the wind wheel. I don't know what it is. People just love doing it. I mean, I do know what it is. It's fun. It's, it's like a game, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's something that we recommend to a lot of our students and a lot of our students are doing it. Um, but yeah, success leaves clues. They're onto something here. They're onto a lot of things here. It's awesome. Um, Cool. All right. Let's talk about the fourth and final kind of breakdown pillar. And that's marketing. I want to say this is where they shine, Carrie, but they literally shine in every area. Like I would give these guys like an A plus in terms of what they've done with this brand. Uh, But just going back for one second, really, really quick. I want to go back to that quote that I shared before. Comparison is a thief of joy. Remember, they didn't used to have 64,000 reviews. They didn't used to have 1 million customers. They didn't used to have this massive warehouse. This all started in someone's head and a bedroom from their parents' house, okay? So let's just like take a step back and remember that. This is where a lot of us are right now. We're running our businesses from home. We might be doing it from our kitchen. Who knows where we're doing? Maybe your living room, right? Right. They started there too. So this just is evidence of what you can create when you take massive action and you really stick with something consistently. And they've created something beautiful here. So when it comes to marketing, first things first, it's very obvious that their primary acquisition channel, their primary channel to acquire customers is Instagram. It's Instagram. Their Instagram is beautiful. It's curated like to the like 10 out of 10. It's a beautiful grid. They have over 544,000 followers on Instagram. They get lots of reach on their posts. Um and they pay a lot of attention to details just like they do everywhere, right? They pay like they pay attention to details in their imagery on their website uh with the way that they tell their story, but also in their marketing and branding. It's also obvious if you go on Instagram that they work with a lot of influencers and brand ambassadors, this brand actually reminds me a lot of pure Vita. They remind me like it it almost seems like they took pure Vita's playbook and then layered that on a Christian inspired apparel brand. If you go to pure Vita and you look at this brand side by side, they, they look the same. I, they, they look very similar. So my guess is they, well, I mean, I could be way off here, but It wouldn't be surprising if the owner of this brand saw Pure Vita, saw how successful they were, and then used them as inspiration to create a brand of their own. But they added their own niche on it as a total differentiator. And that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, I think that that is a great strategy. So uh, like I mentioned too, If you go on their Instagram, right away, you'll know who their ideal customer is. Like, Go on there for yourself. Just go on Elevated Faith, at Elevated Faith on Instagram, and you're going to see all these young women in their 20s, 30s who look like like they're into fashion and they are dressed really trendy even the non elevated faith products that they're wearing are on trend a lot of times they're in bright beautiful settings they look like an influencer you know they're at beaches and all these beautiful areas and just it's it's really cool it's really cool to see like they've done a really good job here you can also on their website and you can see that they have an influencer program and they have an ambassador program so I'm not just saying this it's actually on their website but then when you go on their Instagram you can see the two come together uh, before we jump into their ad strategy Carrie is there anything you want to add
1: yeah I really want to spend a moment and talk about the brand ambassador uh, strategy here um, yeah. that's kind of what I mentioned at the beginning with that that I that I wanted you to stay tuned for I I my guess is I'm guessing, My guess is that this has been a huge key to their growth. Uh, Again, I would—I don't know this for sure. I would love to know, you know, from the founder, like what I want to know. Like, was this how they grew initially and got to be, you know, whatever their first multi-six figures or whatever, and then from there started to bolt on some of these additional things like the Facebook, really, really big Facebook ad strategy and things like that, because. You know, the Facebook ads and Instagram, like looking at their ad library, they've got over 210 ads in there. I mean, they're running a lot of ads, right? A lot across Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. They've got a really big uh, Instagram following. You mentioned 544,000 followers. But it, like, my guess is that they grew through this brand ambassador program and I think this is something that we haven't talked about in previous breakdowns. We don't, we haven't talked about a lot on the podcast. I wouldn't consider myself an expert in this. So I, I'm, I'm really coming from a place of like, I don't know a ton about right. it, but I want to tell yeah. you what I've found. Um, so it's really interesting. So, so they actually have a separate Instagram page, which is called EF ambassadors. It has 70, uh, 17,000 followers. Okay. They also have if you click if you click on their link tree they have a link tree for ambassadors you can go over to their ambassador application here's what you get as an elevated uh, ambassador you basically get to earn, you earn 10% commission on everything you sell uh, through Elevated Faith so any products you sell from Elevated Faith you earn 10% commission um, you you get a uh, you get a 15% off code to share with other people so you get your own personal code. Um, and then on top of that, they have a reward system. So when you, uh, when you make your first sale, I'm not sure what that is, but it's some kind of like identity card you get. When you make three sales, you get a bracelet. You make five sales, you get a hat, make 10 sales. Mm. You get a, looks like a long sleeve shirt or maybe just a t-shirt and then 20 sales. You actually get a uh, hoodie. Um, so there's actually this reward system as you, as you kind of build up. One other thing that, uh, one other element of this is they actually have a private Facebook group called Elevated Faith Brand Ambassadors, which has over 19,000 members in it. And they state on this group that they have over 40,000 ambassadors. So it's maybe, you know, maybe not all the ambassadors are inside of the Facebook group. That's pretty common. Um, But, you know, 40,000 ambassadors. So I just want you to You might be like, I don't know anything about this strategy. I don't quite understand it. But I just want you to think about the impact you could make and the sales you could make. If you had an army of 40,000 people that were creating content for you, for you to use, were posting that content to their social media, that were selling your products on your behalf to their friends, family, and social media following, right? If you had Mm -hmm. 40,000 people that army working for your brand, you could make a lot of flipping money and you could, you could really have a a large impact. And so I think this has got to be one of their keys because it just, it's just so cool because again, we, we've been talking a lot about their content and their, and their, their, their photos on their website, like their, their, how great their Instagram looks, how great their website Mm -hmm. imagery looks. It's like got to be 99% from their ambassadors, right? Because they're, as an ambassador, normally there's some requirements in place. So you fill out an application and me as the company, let's yeah. say, you know, if I'm Elevated Faith, I'm saying, okay, you can be an ambassador. You can earn 10% on sales. You get a 15% off code. You become a part of this family. But in return, you have to provide me with this many pieces of content per month. Here are the requirements, right? Has to be in these mm-hmm. settings, have to be wearing these types of clothes you know, yada, yada, and so so on and so forth. And so if you are elevated faith, like you're not doing anything. You're just getting all this content constantly sent to you by your ambassadors that you can use. And then on top of that, you're bringing in sales that your ambassadors are selling for you. So this yeah. is really an evergreen strategy for sales and content. And they can use them in ads and they can use them on their website. And it's, it's I think it is a good, like, a good image of their brand like it's a good way to look at this brand because this is a got to be a huge huge portion of their entire strategy are these ambassadors right because they're not they're not only that they're their customers like their customers right. are becoming their ambassadors and those ambassadors are buying things for themselves right because they love the brand i know some brands that uh i have a brand inside shirt school that uses a similar strategy and, uh, her, her biggest customer base is her ambassadors, like her ambassadors get, they get early access to drops, right? So they're like, mm-hmm. they get discount codes, all that stuff. So they're buying the stuff like early before they go out and start promoting it. And like her, the biggest portion of her sales come from her ambassadors. So just a huge strategy, something we haven't talked about a lot. And, uh, I think it's, yeah. it's pretty awesome. Yeah,
0: I I 100% agree and let's go back to those parallels uh between Elevated Faith and Pure Vida. While you were like talking about this and dropping these numbers. I I pulled up Pure Vida. So, they have uh as of 2022, they had over 126,000 active ambassadors wow. all across North America and they also have a dedicated ambassador page called PV Brand Ambassadors with 498 followers. So, going back again like how like i i truly believe that elevated faith is taking a page out of pure vita's playbook because mm-hmm. pure vita is doing all the same things as elevated faith um pure vita i believe has been around for longer but they probably saw that pure vita was doing really well and they probably saw that pure vita's instagram their ideal customer looked a lot like their ideal customer the only difference is that their their ideal customer is christian whereas pure vita's they're not a christian based brand. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's, there's definitely something there. Um, ambassador programs can be really successful. The only thing I will say is I don't think a lot of brands start out with ambassador programs and having done ambassador programs, they're pretty high maintenance. Like you have to put time, you need to nurture your ambassadors. You need to inspire your ambassadors. You need to reward them. Like, it can be a lot of work. It can definitely work. It can definitely work, but like, don't think that this is going to be something passive. It's not like the same as running ads where you run an ad, you drive traffic to your website and then people shop and many times convert, right? It's, it's very much like they're, they're like a sales team for you, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, but a lot of ambassadors, if you don't kind of shape the path, there's going to join your ambassador program and never really do anything. Like they're never yeah. going to really get you any sales or no one's going to use their code and you're going to have all these ambassadors. And then you're going to look at the ambassador board and see that no one's actually bringing in sales. And you're yeah. just like, what the heck? So I, I would say like, I, I would just say like, uh, you know, I would caution people that are like, oh, I'm going to go all in on ambassador program right out of the gate. I do not think that's the best way to start a brand, um, in most cases. And, uh, yeah, I would just, I, I do think it can work for some brands, but know that it's work. Like you got to maintain this. So that's all I'd say about that. But I definitely agree that this is clearly a big part of their strategy. I also think that a lot of their images on Instagram are from influencers. So they work with both influencers and ambassadors. Ambassadors, a lot of times, can be anyone, right? You'll just set really broad parameters for who you need to be. And then pretty much anyone can join in a lot of cases or you know anyone that meets those parameters. Whereas influencers is like they're looking for something very specific. Like they're looking for some, I'm sure they
1: are working with a lot of influencers, but I would say if you go over to their ambassador page, you can actually see that a lot of the ambassador images are the same ones being used on their Instagram. So yeah, I do do think they, they, maybe they have some higher level ambassadors that are influencers, you know, but I mean a lot of, a lot of these, a lot of these girls that are, that they're getting to be ambassadors, they do, you know, they might have 5,000 Instagram followers, you know, and that might be, Kind of the, the size that they're looking for, but i, I totally agree with you it's a, definitely not something that's easy, and I'm sure this brand now has a, a somebody that runs the ambassador program for them. It's not like the founder yeah. is running it at their level right um but yeah i mean it, I think it i think it's it's a it it can be a difficult strategy, but it, it is a strategy to grow a brand and I definitely think it's effective if yeah. you do it, if you do it right for sure.
0: Totally. It can, it can be like a full-time job for one person. Like if Mm -hmm. you're growing your brand and you, you know, you really want to go down this route, you could literally hire a Mm full-time brand ambassador and that might grow your brand really fast. Um, but that's kind of like, I would say it's more of like a scaling kind of, uh, rapid growth kind of strategy. Um, but let's, let's talk about their marketing a little bit more. So they clearly have omni-channel marketing. They've got ambassador program, they've got influencers, they've got Ads, they post a lot organically to Instagram, especially. They've got a TikTok presence. They're on a lot of other channels, but you can tell right away that Instagram is their main focus. That is their main acquisition channel. Um, that's where I believe they have their biggest following. And if you go to their Facebook ads library, you'll see that they're running ads, you'll see that they're Love running it. Facebook ads it's a mix. Yeah. A lot of ads. So they're, they're like hitting people from a lot of different angles. And this is the beauty of being a big brand. They probably have an entire team. Like they mentioned that their new warehouse has offices. So they probably have like someone in charge of their brand ambassador program. And they probably have someone in charge of their ads or they're outsourcing that to someone. Mm -hmm. And people have different like roles that they can just focus full time on those things. Right. Um, if you look at their ads, you'll notice that they have a mix of still image carousel and video ads. So they're trying all content types. They're not just all one single content type and mm. their ads are like, they're pretty simple. Like the, so they use, um, social proof, some of their ads, it's a review, like it's a custom review, which is, can be super effective for ads by the way, uh, they also mention their differentiators or things that that are more likely to help someone convert so you notice in a lot of their ads they say every purchase gives back fast free shipping on orders over $75 and share your faith in a fun way so these are like three they have an emoji and then they say each of these little sound bites which um are great another one here they have three emojis with three sound bites one says 1 million happy customers i mean mm. dude Ooh. that's about the most insane social proof you could have, they say 60,000 plus five-star reviews and fast free shipping on orders over $75. They've got lots in their tool belt to work with to conversion optimize everything like their ads, their, their, their website. It's just, these guys are so good. I'm just so impressed, but Carrie, I want to hear, I want to hear your thoughts.
1: No, yeah, you, you covered a lot of it. I mean, they're 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 doing a lot. You know, they they've again they're they're running a lot of ads. It says 210 results. That doesn't mean all those are active. But as you scroll down through all of their ads in the library, I mean, they've got a lot of active ads. <laughs> there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of active ads. Huge Instagram following. Uh, they, they're I think they're primarily like you said on Instagram. But if you look up their TikTok, they've got. 147,000 followers on TikTok. So it's definitely, you know, something that they're doing. Um, this is what you see, like, when you're a growing brand, you're looking for ways to to scale your sales. And one of those ways is by, you know, scaling out across different platforms, acro- across different strategies. So another thing I'm sure, I'm not on their email list, but I'm sure that they're crushing the email game as well. So that's another oh, yeah. another thing to think of, right? Is they've got that pop-up on their website uh, that's collecting emails, that spin to win. I'm sure they've got a massive email list. And then, and as you mm-hmm. mentioned, you know, yes, they're bigger. They've got a team. That's why we, you know, we we talk about a lot. What are the things that you should be focused on? We believe one one social media channel. Focus on one social media channel, and yep. bolt on 20. email marketing to that, right? And then as you get after you start making a few sales, then you might start up some very basic ads. And these are kind of the the, the building blocks. Then as you grow, right. Then you're, then you're bolting on other platforms. Then you're looking at things like the ambassador program. Then you're looking at different ways to advertise different ways to get in front of more people. And, you know, again, we love, like we, I love to just know how they got started. What were the first things they were doing? It was, you know, a, a husband and wife, or, or I don't remember if he said it was his girlfriend at the time, um, uh, man and his sister. Oh yeah. The guy, his, and his sister, sister was sister. his first hire. He started alone. Yeah. So, so he started alone hired a sister, so like, you know, one person, then to two people and, and like, what were they doing? What were those initial marketing steps, you know? And then as they grew, what, what were, what did they start bolting on? But, you know, in our guests, we're kind of giving you, giving you what we see. We, you know, this, we think this is the best way to, to kind of get it started is through those, through those channels, one social media channel, make sure you have basic email marketing. You're sending weekly emails. You have some of those automations, um, and then starting to run some basic ads. Those are kind of the building blocks.
0: Yeah. Well said. Well said. That was like, th- this is, and and I just want to like kind of bring this home because we'll we'll wrap up here shortly, but I just want people to know, like, this is possible for you. It's I'm not sure. going to happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight for them. It didn't happen overnight for Pure Vida. It didn't happen overnight for Whole Strength, but it can happen. It can absolutely happen. And if you believe, if you truly believe that you can do this and you are in it for the long term and you take massive action your brand is going to grow and evolve over time just like their brand grew and evolved but remember like the this person who started the brand he only had 24 hours in a day just like you he started from his a bedroom in his parents place like so many of these brands have the same story of coming from humble beginnings and this is where i think a lot of people need to like take a step back stop looking at people's chapter 10s when they've been in this game for seven or eight years and they're killing it because a lot of them were in the exact same place you are right now. And so I always just encourage everyone, like believe that this is possible for you. This, this, started, <laughs> this brand started humble like your brand is probably starting humble. It probably started very lean like your brand is starting very lean. And you can do just a couple of things in their playbook right now and grow really, really quick. Like you can scale really, really fast with by just taking a couple pages in their playbook, but you can also, you also have the potential to create a brand one day like this. So with that, I think we'll wrap it up. Carrie, any final thoughts?
1: No man, what a cool, what a cool brand. Love it. Yeah.
0: That was so much fun. If you guys like this, let us know because we actually really like doing these seven-figure brand breakdowns, but we only want to know, we only want to do them if you feel like you're getting value because everything we do is for you guys. So with that, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Stay awesome and we will talk to you very soon.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the print on demand playbook podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us an honest review on whichever platform you're listening on. Thanks and have a great day.